Mike check one two one two. Mike check. Peace family. Greetings from the uh, sign of the rising sun. This is Mon Quay. And this and, is, and this is Stefan. And we are the Divine Council. This is uh April twenty seventh, twenty nineteen on a nice Saturday. Um we uh we've been, you know, living living our lives for a little bit. You know, we we have our own social lives, everything outside of the podcast, you know. Hopefully uh, we eventually get it to where this is the majority of what we what we are focusing on, you know, kind of getting out of the matrix, as, as as I would say. You know, before we start, though, let, I mean, I'll just give you an update on how I've been living my life and what I've been doing. And, you know, I'd like to definitely know how everything has been the last, what has it been, two weeks? Yeah, we took a we took a break there. Yeah, so we're young professionals. So, you know, right now we just we still got a. We still got, I got one foot in the matrix. I'm going to be honest with you, um, but I'm aware of it. And awareness is key. Awareness is the first step of uh, getting out of all, all of the old information that we, all the lies, everything that we've been uh, taught. Um, the first step is just being aware that um, shit has to change. So, yeah. Um, and, you know, social life still. You got families and, you know, women. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> we'll definitely be getting on the, on, on uh, relationships. relationships and, you know, breaking that down for all of our uh, young males and young females out here. Because, you know, all of it, all it is is a game, but it's not a game in a in a negative way, per se. Like, I mean, it's not nothing to play with. You better be be prepared for, you know, relationships with, you know, with opposite sex and with people in general. And a part of uh, life is understanding how to be social. Cause we are social beings, but you know, basically I've just been, I've been working, you know, um, I've been working, researching, you know, we're going to try to try to get a couple, uh, couple podcasts out for y'all, you know, today and in the near future, get some good content. And, um, no, I apologize. That's my air condition. You'll hear, you know, cut on and off. So you might hear a little, little hum in the background. That's all that is. So you got to keep it, got to keep the environment. You know, keep the funk sway. Yeah, you can't you can't keep it too quiet in here. You know, you know you you want us to um you uh you want us to the people rather not us but we want the people to be able to hear you know hear us and not not it be so um quiet. You know, it's it's good to have a controlled amount of noise you know in the background and stuff because that helps out a lot with um I don't know where I'll, I'll say with like energy. And how we present, you know, information to the people. Um, as far as myself, Stefan, as far as it's been going for me for two weeks, it's been going good. You know, um, I've just been focused on my job and music. I'm doing that, you know, doing that on the side. I've been knocking out some stuff. Um, also, I've been trying to get back into the gym consistently, you know, to stay up on the exercise regime. Consistency is key in everything. Now, you know that's what I'm starting to really realize with uh, with life. Absolutely, absolutely. You know you can't start something and stop it and expect for you to um, continue to reap the benefits of what you were doing. Say like you had a um, an investment on the side. You know you invested in some say like a a juice bar. And it was going well, 
And then eventually you stop putting money into it because the revenue that you received, um, it turned out to be a lot. So you decided to look elsewhere. Well, if you're not going to continue to invest capital within that business, then obviously the revenue won't continue to come in. You got to keep working on something. You know, you can't. I, I, that's something I'm working on myself. Um, I start projects a lot, but I don't finish them um, majority of the time. And it's probably because I try to put so much on my plate to stay um, busy that it it just allows for me to uh, to get too carried away and try to be in too many places at once. So if you got something you're working on, you need to focus on that. You know, put all your energy into that if you want that to pop off, you know, the power of wishful thinking can only take you so far. You have to put in that time and energy to get to where you're trying to go. But as far as um my two weeks have been, like I was saying, you know, I've been focusing on work, uh, music, and that's pretty much it. As, um, as far as my stuff has been going on, you know, uh, trying to think of new ideas for like the podcast and just to keep the listeners engaged. And we're, you know, we're still trying to work on what to, um, what to bring to the table to, to make us, you know, stand out to have like a, a niche audience so we can have more people to come in and have them bring in more people and, you know, learn the knowledge that we give them and they can pass it on to their people. You know, that's what it's about. It's about passing down information to the next generation. And uh, I don't know if we said this, by the way, but this is episode two. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and let's get it right. Um, we are the Divine Council. And that, that's, you know, me, Monquay, and Stefan and and the listener. Um, so this is everybody. If you listening and um, you stay in tune with, with our message then, you know, you're on the same frequency and the, uh, the same wavelength as us. So uh, everybody's a part of this. This is kind of like a movement. You know, going back to what you was just saying uh, about the music, I we were just riding around, and, you know, in beautiful North Carolina weather. Um, that intro track is, is popping, dog. Uh, you put Thank it on you. for the 919. Thank you. You know, I'm, I'm a 704 nigga and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I rep it, you know. I'm, I'm still from the backwoods down there. But, you know... Um, it's popping North Carolina Hey We We coming up um, Trust me and you know, Absolutely It's just something about the energy here um, You'll hear me say it again This is the center of the universe uh, That's how important I think uh, the, the southern region of the United States of America is Which is why you would see Mostly the Southern Melanated uh, individuals Have a a pretty rough life and you know y'all brothers and sisters know what i'm talking about racism and anywhere you go on the planet you'll be you'll stick out like a sore thumb shit uh jim crow jim crow right now you know we're getting um the new jim crow is this police brutality bullshit um but look to be honest man and i'm i'm excited about this i can talk all day man but you know to keep the listener and keep y'all um, engage with some good content. We're going to get right into this. Uh, you know, we just went ahead and gave you a good good intro. Um, this is episode two. Yeah. We're going to uh, spit facts on vaccines. <laughs> yep. This is, oh, man. This is a popular conversation right now because I see a lot of people 
on social media is either anti-vax or for-vax. And I see a lot of the reason, the reasoning behind not being anti-vax is simple, is that you don't want your kids to be around uh, children in like a public school setting and they haven't had vaccination because, you know, you don't want certain, you don't want them to be exposed or have a higher risk of getting uh, said disease, uh, such as like measles. That's a recent outbreak that's uh, been occurring really more in like the northeast uh, region, more towards New York. That's been a huge uh, case right now in terms of uh, outbreaks. But see, this is the thing a lot of people don't understand about the the people that are with the anti-vax movement. If you're a black person in this uh, country and your family's been here, and you weren't you weren't an immigrant. Your family's been here for centuries or possibly longer than that. You know, we we'll get into the original man and woman concept and us being here before the Europeans, but back to, back to what, um, back to what I was getting at though. Um, you understand that black people have a fucking right to be mad about, you know, this shit about getting vaccines and shit when there were experiments such as the Tuskegee experiment that took place decades ago that gave primarily black men syphilis. Now, I have an article here that I'm going to read some excerpts from to further explain that. Because I feel like a lot of the people that are um, for getting vaccinations, they don't understand this. And if they do, they're ignorant to it, you know, because they don't get it. It's not affecting their people. It's um, directly affecting the black community. So any black person that's for anti-vaccinations should not be getting harassed about it. Because more than likely, some way, somehow, their family has been uh, indirectly impacted by it. All right. So going towards the, the article. This article was from Associated Press, um, May 10th, 2017. Title is AP Was There, Black Men Untreated in Tuskegee Syphilis Study. All right, I'm about to read an excerpt from it. Uh, and see, the whole this whole vaccine uh, dilemma, you can easily point this right back to a, a white supremacist mindset. Um, like you like you said, we're saying about the, the Tuskegee experiments. This is documented. This is documented. Um, and I'm. Really, I want to see the, the statistics that you have to provide for us. Um, I'm going to give more spiritual side to this. Um, but Stefan right. is going to hit us with the statistics. So we're going to give you the double-edged sword. All right. So here we go. The syphilis experiment called the Tuskegee study began in 1932 in Tuskegee, Alabama, an area which had the highest syphilis rate in the nation at that time. When the study began, the discovery of penicillin as a cure for syphilis was still 10 years away, and the general availability of the drug was 15 years away. Treatment in the 1930s consisted primarily of doses of arsenic and mercury. Of the 600 original participants in the study, 
One third showed no signs having syphilis. The others had the disease. According to PHS data, half the men with syphilis were given the arsenic mercury treatment, but the other half, about 200 men, received no treatment for syphilis at all. Um, let me go a little further into it. What's interesting, um, I heard the, I heard you talk about mercury, which we all know that is uh, extremely toxic to the human body. Um, so it's basically saying mercury and arsenic was used to basically sterilize uh, black males. Is that is that basically what it's saying? Of about 600 Alabama black men who originally took part in the study, 200 or so were allowed to suffer the disease and its side effects without treatment, even after penicillin was discovered as a cure for syphilis. Treatment then probably could have saved or helped many of the experiment participants, PHS officials say. So, yes, it primarily targeted black men a third of the study was black men and they were not treated for the syphilis outbreak that occurred now you you had another point monkway yeah um so what's interesting is um i have a article right here from the national vaccine information center and it's just talking about the ingredients in uh, a lot of these vaccines and um this is also on the cdc website and one of the main ingredients, um, it's a number of ingredients, and I'll go into more detail about these ingredients, but I wanted to focus on the mercury. Um, I mean, we all know about mercury, uh, how toxic it is towards us, but this is definitely, this is as clear as day. You can, this is a quick Google search. It didn't even take me 10 seconds, 20 seconds to find this article. And it definitely has mercury uh, as an active ingredient. The question is, with the way science and medicine is, why do we need to, um, don't you think it's kind of counterintuitive to, to put toxic uh, chemicals within a vaccine that's supposedly supposed to help the, the population? So, you know, the spiritual side of that, the I guess the conspiracy side also that I want to add to that is if we already know, not with just the Tuskegee experiments, but we are, the government has a bit, the CDC also has been questionable about uh the vaccines that we receive the question is um if these said vaccines are supposed to treat these other you know uh bacterium why are we also putting in toxic chemicals when we also can see that the government has basically poisoned different aspects of uh the population you can you can see it in even in uh current day america in flint michigan and it's not just in Flint, people. It's everywhere. You test your own water. Test your own water in your city, and you will see that it's all, it's all kinds of chemicals uh, in your water. So the poisoning is on a deeper level. This is an uh, a aspect of society to keep population under control. We can get into the population control with um, certain diseases that were prominent, such as an Ebola. Now, when that outbreak occurred, where did it happen? Where where was the location that they said it um, started from? Africa. So, to sit here and try to deny population control is just r ridiculous because there are so many studies that show 
what the these um, diseases do to certain demographics of people, specifically the black community. Now, back to the vaccinate the vaccinations uh, topic. When I was in high school, there was another disease that broke out. And I'm sure many of you remember this. It was originally called the swine flu. But it was properly called H1N1. Now, back in high school, when I would go for my regular uh, physicals or whatnot, I would get vaccinations. You know, um, my grandma, she she's such a, you know, a spiritual person. She would always be like, you know, don't get no vaccinations and stuff because you don't know what they could be doing to you. It makes you sicker and whatnot. And I would hear, but I wouldn't really listen. It would go one in, one it'll go in one ear and out the other. But this time she was right. Um I remember I got vaccinated. I'm pretty sure I got vaccinated that year or the year before. And I came down with the uh H1N1. My mom, she had took me to the doctor because I was, you know, I had the sweats or whatnot and coughing and mucus so she took me to the doctor and mind you since I was a kid I really um I really didn't get sick like that when I was a kid I, I used to have problems with my asthma and whatnot but as I got older and um hit puberty I really was not getting sick like that so she knew it was serious because I mean I didn't miss uh school like that I was usually in school so we got to the doctor's office and they ran the test on me and, you know, they just checked me out and, you know, you do the the cough into the, they, they have the stethoscope up against your chest and whatnot. I did all that. And, you know, they were running tests and the doctor came back and said, you know, I'm showing signs of H1N1. And I was just thinking like, damn, you know, people are dying from this and stuff. And it's big right now. So I just remember leaving and being pretty much bedridden for that entire week and when I when you when people talk about feeling like they done like they don't understand like that shit felt like I was already um going into like the other life you was in a, on the astral plane <laughs> yeah man like no nah, it's not I was, funny I was weak but... I was like weak as fuck felt like I was like 100 pounds I was probably around 160 170 that, at that time um damn couldn't get out the bed man like just constantly just sick. Like, I think I was throwing up every day and stuff. And I made it through that, you know. But here's to say to the people, you know, they say, you know, you should get vaccinations because it prevents. Well, do you know that when you get a vaccination, they're putting, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, I don't want to say a what 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 do you call it when they they give you a vaccination they put that into your body it's something else it's something um it's not putting the the i had to reference like what it. what are you talking about like the small dose of the actual bacterium that they're gonna yeah, put in there yeah yeah they that, give you like a i know what you're talking about i know exactly what you mean they give you like a little like a little a little strain of a inactive bacterium that is kind of similar to the to whatever is, you know, whatever's infecting. I don't the population. think many people even know that. They, um, they say that it's, it's such a small amount and it's inactive to where it shouldn't, affect, it shouldn't affect you. 
Um, but you know, whatever. I don't want to hear no bullshit on whatever they got to say about you know what it does. The bottom line is we can definitely see that the destruction and the poisoning of United States citizens. Now I'm just talking about United States citizens. We can prove that that the government has uh participated in that specifically. Um. African American. Well, let me take that back. I don't really like that term, uh, African Americans. Uh, that that's uh, a high a term created by the hijack Jesse Jackson. Um, y'all, you know, you heard me document that. Um, but we can clearly see it. Uh, but but back to the ingredients. Uh, I'm looking at a lot of these ingredients uh, online, more uh, specifically. Just uh, this list. Let me go. Let me bring it up right here. From the CDC on the CDC's website. So, um, you know, they still have the mercury in it. You know, mercury. What that can do, it can. It's been linked to autism, um, an increase in autism. Which, I mean, if you really think about it, my problem with the CDC is why are they trying to do? Well, I mean, I know why. But this is a rhetorical question. Why are they trying to do research to prove that the that the actual vaccine works when we could do a whole complete overhaul of how we look at sickness and disease within our society? That's the problem. See, we should be more so focusing on clean hands, clean hygiene, cleaning our bodies, making sure that we are just our hygienic people. Cleanliness, cleanliness is next to godliness. That's people, the truth. And you got to love your body. You got to love the, the machine that you're in. You got to take care of it. You got to wash it. That's what we need to focus on. But it, it's a reason why. And people don't understand, that. like, when you go to the restroom, I see so many people, they don't wash their hands at all. Like, that shit is, like, disgusting, to be honest. And it's terrible. I don't think people understand how long you're actually supposed to wash your hands. You're supposed to be able to say the ABC song. Mm-hmm. At least Entirely. Entirely. I don't know. You got to get into your fingernails. Yeah. Um. Everywhere. The. While the, you're uh, washing your hands, you, yeah, you should be there for at least thirty seconds. So you know, I see aluminum, uh, formaldehyde. That's a preservative. You would um. That's basically what they call that's. NPCP Sherm. Um. So that's where you would hear about formaldehyde, and also they use that to keep the body preserved. Uh, in funeral homes. So they have a little bit of a formaldehyde in it. This has been linked with uh, increasing cancer. Um, so I, we definitely know about formaldehyde. And I know when I was in high school in uh, in the chemistry lab, we used to use uh, formaldehyde. Like we can smell the preservative, and it's an absolute horrid smell. It smells like it's a it's a toxic chemical to the body. And um, we see MSG, MSG in a in a it's a preservative in a vaccine. What I mean. <laughs> What? What for? I don't. I mean, I just don't. That that just makes me, that makes me just wonder. And then uh, the immersol. This is basically that's basically the uh, some mercury containing preservative, and I, doc, you know, outlined that. Um, so we can see that these there's really no holistic approach to. We have no holistic approach to sickness within our society, and it's because the the sickness is profit. Sickness is profit. And what I really think is going on, and I'm gonna tell you, I don't always believe in fact. I also, I just like to have a um, object or subjective approach to everything that I research. Because I mean, the age of Aquarius is, 
showing so much information to the uh, to the fore. It's bringing so you, much information to the light. Be, you can't believe everything that you see on the internet, you can't. even if it's from these um, official companies and their departments that study these things. Because you got to look at where we at. We are in a system of white supremacy, and with being in that, the people at the top they can control whatever data they find and manipulate it to make uh, to make certain people such as people of color black people to look in a, a certain light a negative light and i think that's something people should um should pay attention to more you know just the press that this is why i don't watch um news outlets like cnn fox msnbc it's because they all play the same corrupt game at the end of the day and what's that that's to um to create nonsense, to create, um, to generalize, to sensationalize stories when really they don't have all the facts themselves about the stories. So they just run with some information they have and they'll add their own opinion to it. And this is being broadcasted to millions of people in their homes every night and they're eating this stuff up. Mind you, these people, they'll take in this information that they see that is clearly sensationalized, you know, jargon, and they'll run with it and have, you know, uh, discussions with their coworkers, friends, and so so forth about it. Not doing any information, not doing any research beforehand. And that's a problem. You got to find your own research and you got to be subjective with it because nothing you see you can 100% trust in because that's just how it, that's how it's been uh, set up. That's how it's going to continue to be because the people at the top, they have a clear agenda. So, yeah. So, um, last thing I, I really want to break down in detail is the vaccine schedule, which is, um, very suspicious to me. Um, so, Basically, prior to the 1950s, I'm looking at this source, uh, it's the truth about vaccines, so this might not be a good source, but it has hyperlinks to it, um, and this hyperlink is connected to this, I, let, me get the, let me get the right hyperlink, so I can get your sources right, history forum. Um... So it's uh, from back, history of vaccine schedules from the vactruth.com. Let me go down to the bottom. It has a whole outline of how it's uh, the, the vaccine schedule has just basically increased tenfold. So let me read this right here. Basically, since the 1950s, vaccines have increased 414%, and it has increased in children and adults. 414%. Like, really, let that sink in your mind. 414%. You would think as a society evolves and advances, the sickness would decrease. In fact, the age expectancy should increase because of advances in medical or medicine. Well, I mean, the life expectancy, in a sense, has basic, has increased, uh, per, you know, per se. But... If that is... If, if that's the trend that we are... I mean, we're pretty sure... We're pretty... Um, we're pretty hit with that trend, you know, the more developed a country country is, 
the longer the life expectancy should be because of advances in technology and medicine, then why would that? Why would the vaccine rate increase by four hundred fourteen percent? Why would the um? Why would the schedule all of a sudden increase each era from the sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, even till now? I mean, I'm just gonna go down to the bottom and just read this, or basically just kind of paraphrase this. Um. If you follow the current 2017 CDC childhood immunization schedule, your children will receive over 36 vaccines by the time they are six years of age. In fact, the schedule is now is so lengthy for children and adolescents that it would be impossible to copy it all into this article. And this is the, the article is uh, the source of CDC. Um, so let me skip over to the CDC uh, schedule of, vac of vaccinations. And I'm just going to kind of go through and outline some of this. And you can look at all this stuff on Google. It's all there. They can't hide the information. They just got to make it difficult to find or layered in deception. But it's all there. That's a whole part of the time that we're in. All this, everything's coming into, uh, into the light. So, you know, birth, you get hep B. This is like uh, the, the first shot of a hepatitis B that you would get. And within one to two months, you'll get another, another hepatitis B shot. At two months, you get the DTaP, Hib, and that's uh, for hemophilus, influenza type B, and that's that uh, like a flu vaccine. Um, you get a polio vaccine, IPV, PCV, pneumococcal conjugate vaccine, and RV for the rotavirus. Uh, that's a rotavirus vaccine. So at two months, so you already from birth to two months, you've you're going to get seven seven different vaccines. Four months, you get some more DTaP, HIV. IPV, PCV, RV, you get another round of what you got at two months, six months, another DTAP, another HIV, PCV, RV, six months and annually. So this means you get another dose at six months and you get this annually. You got the flu, flu shot, um, six to 18 months. You have hepatitis B vaccine and IPV. So between the months of six to 18 months, you have B and IPV, 12 to 15 months, HIV, MMR for that's measles, mumps, and rubella which is interesting because, um, what is it, measles? That's, we have an outbreak of, is it in, uh, in the UK? Um, and then 12 to 23 months, Hep A, 15 to 18 months, DTAP, 46. I mean, y'all get what I'm, I mean, it's there. Just just read, and this is the CDC, uh, CDC. This is the CDC, this is there. They're giving you the information. So now, I mean, the key is uh, to this whole argument how can you have an opinion on what I would want to do with my child and, my, and myself? Don't you think it's setting a, a toxic precedent if we started getting into legal, um, to legislation into enforcing vaccines onto the population? Don't you see that as uneth unethical and uh, problem problemsome? This worrisome? gets back. <clears throat> this gets back to what we were saying earlier about population control, and it can go even further into how the government is really trying to control everything we do nowadays. Everything. What I have to add to add to for the user or the listener to really think about is if you uh, look at the comparison or look at the trend, have you noticed as a minority population increases, the vaccines increase? Think about that. I mean, that's something I would have to actually sit down and, uh, and trend and look at the, the statistics myself, and I'll eventually get to that. But I'm pretty confident just off the th off the top of my head 
that it's going to be something there. It's going to be some type of, uh, of trend with uh, minority population increasing and the vaccines increasing. I wonder why. I really wonder why. I think I know a hint of uh, what, why that is. I'm sure some some of the listeners, they've seen the report go around about the year 2050, approximately. The year 2050 is significant in what's to come for this country. By the year 2020, it is expected that the minorities in the U.S. will have a larger population than the Caucasians. Now, this gets into some stuff we can talk about later, such as like the wall, you know, immigration and stuff like that. But going back to what uh, Moncoy was saying, the minority population in this country is continuing to elevate. So what else elevates? Vaccines. But what else with the vaccines comes? Propaganda. Propaganda saying these diseases are coming from other countries. And what? where are these countries? What? What is the demographic of those countries? Those The countries that usually are to blame, countries within Africa where Ebola broke out, is filled with minorities, specifically black people. So that's something to think about when in, when you think about vaccines and oh yeah, we're we're just trying to you know prevent diseases from getting into the public and all this other bullshit. Like, man, I I think that you know to a lot of these diseases, the cure they are these motherfuckers already got the cure, man. They don't want to give the public the cure. You know why? Because they're making billions off of uh, the health industry. They got the cure and they created it in the first place. And, you know, that's the thing with vaccines. They're using it to uh, test the next Ebola, the next H1N1. It has, I, I feel those uh, vaccines have, have uh, research chemicals in there. Uh, it's uh, CDC and probably different private uh, chemistry, pharmaceutical companies, that are, um, you know, in connection with that. Um, so I, I truly, I truly believe that. So I believe, yeah, they definitely have the cure, and a lot of what these outbreaks are is from shit that they've done in, in within society. So you know, the thing, the problem I have with this society, um, and I know we all do, or hopefully, I, I hope we all do, is the fact that we have. No, it's no urgency from the government. I mean, because the government, there are the gov, the FDA and the CDC is the government. You know, they're best friends with all of each other and everything. But you know, we'll get on that topic some other time. But um, where is the government's regulation of the FDA and the CDC? How come the regulations aren't tighter? If you if you really care about the population, why do you continue to poison? us with the chemicals that you put in the food um monsanto and y'all know about them everybody do as of now because you know it's coming to the light that of course you know they have cancer containing ingredients and damn near everything gmo and everything that they um that they create so where is the regulations from the government to put it into that where is a holistic approach to sickness and disease we don't have 
a correct approach. We look for drugs to basically put a Band-Aid on everything, but drugs are the problem. Why don't we focus on diet and exercise? Drugs are the problem. I will say, I'll I'll say this. Drugs, certain drugs in itself, if if you're a responsible user and you use certain drugs and you... You um, like for example, like if you use marijuana, you meditate, and you you don't you have a certain schedule, certain routine, and you don't let that affect your you know day to day life. If you use it as a spiritual tool, then you're that's good. You can use alcohol, like wine. You can use a glass of wine and meditate on that as a spiritual tool. So drugs in itself, tobacco, you can use that also. It isn't the problem. It's what's put into the drugs. It's how it's promoted. And it's the lack of reg- regulation that the government um, seems to really not give a fuck about the people. And to to get back to the holistic approach that you were talking about, you see, um, rest in peace, Nip, again. But, you know, he before he was passed, he was working on a documentary about Dr. Sabi. Now, if any of y'all know who Dr. Sabi is, he was a holistic doctor that uh, claim to have cured diseases such as AIDS, cancer, and diabetes. He actually won a court case against the FDA in the 80s. Um, now, people question his, um, his mythology because um, there wasn't, I think actual proof that he was uh, curing people of these said diseases, but he himself has said he has people that say, you know, that they have been cured by that and by his uh, teachings, you know, with uh, more of a vegan lifestyle. So where I'm getting at with this is to say that something, you know, something should be done about how we go about just tearing people down that have alternative practices to um, curing people of diseases. We shouldn't be uh, so quick to shun people for coming at the medicine a different way. Because I'm going to tell you something. If you think we have the best doctors in the world, I would argue against that. Because I've seen videos across the world of some doctors doing things I've never seen in the U.S. Didn't you, uh, wasn't it a video where the the doctor, it was like an Asian country that used ultrasound uh, waves to destroy a tumor within like five minutes on yeah. the lady? Yeah. What the fuck? And this was in like the 80s, wasn't it? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. So, I mean, <laughs> wake up. Wake up is really the whole point behind uh, us dropping this content for you on vaccines. It's just a whole, I mean, it's time to wake up. Um, one thing I would like to ask, and I really don't have much more to say about, you know, vaccines. I don't have much more information to, to give you. Um, but Dr. Sebi, uh, I would say, you know, I'm not really on the Dr. Sebi train. I support all, uh, all melanated individuals who are trying to give a different approach to the current system that we live in. Um, but I would say it's something for for everybody to think about. Every celebrity that has promoted Dr. Sebi, including Dr. Sebi him, himself, they've uh, been 
murdered or have died. Uh, left Eye, uh, you can go on YouTube and uh, you can type in Left Eye. I believe it's, she had like a retreat. Uh, she, it, uh, it's like a video on YouTube where she's showing you how she's living like naturally. She's out, naturally living like out in, in, um, in the rainforest, not even really the rainforest, but it's somewhere in, in South America. She was like one of the first artists to promote Dr. Sebi. And, you know, unfortunately, she did pass away, um, which is very suspicious in itself. Then, you know, you have, of course, Nipsey Hussle, who is about to release a documentary on uh, alternative uh, pra healthcare practices and uh, how to how to really go about health, you know, for the individual, for modern day individual, the average Joe and, um, you know, Josephina. <laughs> I had to make that up on the spot, but. Um, I think that's very interesting. You know, Dr. Sibby, of course, he he uh, passed also. I think that's very interesting. You know, it may be something with that. Um, you got anything else to add, Stefan? Uh, no. I think we, you know, we pretty much covered everything to do with vaccines. You know, as far as the points that we wanted to bring up with, like, anti-vaccine and the chemicals that go into these vaccines, such as mercury and whatnot. So um, I think this will conclude episode two of the Divine Council podcast. I'm Stefan. And this is Monquay. And we'll see you soon. All right. Peace, fam.